When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions, but now, I do nothing, ever. Joining me today, he's my co-host on this podcast, you already know that, he very much does not like sports, he also hosts a bunch of other podcasts about friends and Batman, things of the like, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, she is my co-host on the Pretty Scary Podcast, which you can hear right here on the Unpops Podcast Network. If you're not listening to it, hey, why are you being so mean? Go check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, Caitlin Cut. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Jeff, stop what you're doing right now. I don't understand this. Caitlin, you saw I thought it? we were starting like a new thing now where we don't try to gaslight the people into thinking I'm doing a thing, but it's fine. Pretty pretty scary boo. Caitlin, oh, no. Shit. No. This is a different. I'm checking. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Adam doesn't even like sports. Why is this notes. happening? This isn't God. how this is supposed I'm to go. I'm so hungover. It's really, that one's on me. I'm sorry. This is the cracked pot. Fuck. God <laughs> damn it. This is unpopular opinion. So Jeff's here. Jeff's Jeff's my co-host. Everyone knows. Sure is. Everyone knows Jeff. And (laughs) speaking of co-hosts, Caitlin Cut is also here, and she is my co-host on the Pretty Scary podcast, which you should be listening to if you're listening to this. Come on now. Why wouldn't you be? She was also a recent guest on Jeff Has Cool Friends. Oh, no one gives a, a, a fuck. That's this podcast we're talking about now. I'm going to so, literally stab you in the chest. I'm, uh, Brett, edit that out. Caitlin's my co-host on Pretty Scary. Yeah. Another Unpops Network podcast. Is what we're talking about today pretty scary? Pretty scary, boo. Yeah. I Honestly, I... When you told when you pitched or told me what the topic was, I thought we were talking about pretty scary. <laughs> I didn't think we were doing on pop, so I was like, "Yeah, I, I will be on this episode just as a, a solidarity situation." I, I considered this for pretty scary, but it's a lot of things, though. It's it's usually this podcast where I uh, look forward to things happening in 2022 or whatever sure. year. Is hap- I've actually been doing a... It's always things- been 2022. Yeah, it's been since the podcast launched. It's been things to look forward to in 2022. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that in 2018. We talked about it. And now here we are, and it seems there's not much to look forward to. No, no. We were way off. We were just excited to see Peter Cetera coming back. <laughs> 
I'm just going to say up front that normally I love this medium of podcast because I can show up without any makeup on and in my jammy jams like I am right now. But, woo, buddy, this episode, I, everyone needs to make sure they look at what this woman looks like. Because <laughs> if there was ever a face... I would like to add that this woman's face is such that it's just like, you're like, oh, this is makeup. Like, this is a character from, like, a Stephen King book that they brought into a movie in the 90s. It's a full-on Sam Raimi face. It makes no sense. Like, this is, no one should look like this person. It's crazy. Here's the thing. Uh, She's blind, but she doesn't wear sunglasses. Her eyes are just closed all the time, is what it seems like. But they look like they're just, like, sewn shut. Like a, like a movie. Like, it looks like they're scarred over. They look like they're cursed shut. Should we tell people <laughs> who we're talking about before it just seems like this podcast is us ripping on an old woman's face for an hour? Come on. That's all we're going to do. Clearly attention seeking, but uh, you're right. <laughs> this woman? Come on. Oh, yeah. She's going to walk up to my front door and say, Dinner. And I'm just going to disappear. You kill my daughter. She's dead. We're talking about Baba Vanga, who is uh, the Nostradamus of the Balkans or the Nostradamus <laughs> of Bulgaria. Every Eastern European country probably has someone they call their Nostradamus. They're teaming with most Nostradami yeah. people. Nostra- yeah, yeah, Nostradami. Like, there's, a, there's a herd of them, at least. I heard that she likes to party. Oh, wait, no, that's the Baba Vanga boys. Oh, oh, no, no, no. oh man. <laughs> That reference is going to land so hard. Yeah, the Baba Venga gonna... bus is coming. People so are going to get it. I got to be honest here with you. Sure. They, they will. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people will. They've seen Six Flags commercials. They get it. Man, what an exhausting commercial campaign. That would not have been funny if Pachanga. the Wouldn't it have been funny if the Six Flags guy was Baba Vanga? You're like, well, I'm never going there. Snow eyes just dancing an old, in front of the Colossus. An old eyeless witch dancing to the Venga boys. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's a witch, right? That's like her whole thing. Yeah, she's kind of a witch. Because we're not even going to get into the part where she's also an herbalist who just like whips up concoctions that cure people's ills. I'm down. She's the lady from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and the painted man will take over as the 44th president. <laughs> Cracking blood-filled eggs all day long. Yes. <laughs> Scraping them around with her cocaine nail. I love it. I love her. I love this for all of us. This is great news. If if, if the world's going to end, it's going to be with this aesthetic for sure. <laughs> Thanks to an old medieval witch from 1955. <laughs> I mean, her prediction for when the world's going to end sits perfectly fine with me. It's like 5079. Fine. Oh, okay. My bloodline okay. will have evaporated by then for sure. No worries. So let's get into to this whimsical witch. Baba Vanga. Her real name, for starters, Baba Vanga, just a stage name. Vangelia Pandeva Gushterova. I appreciate her stage name. Baba Vanga. <laughs> for, for one. <laughs> a bitchin' name. God, I shall call myself Baba Vanga. Well, it's um, it, Baba Yaga is the, the boogeyman, right? Oh, yeah. You've all seen John Wick. Uh-huh. So I think the Baba... It's got to be something like fucking the boogie woman, it's grandma or something like that. She's right? the boogie woman. I think it's I think it's grandma. Yeah, it's grandma something. I really like boogie woman. The boogie grandma. <laughs> so boogie grandma. She was born October third, nineteen eleven. 
She died August 11th, 1996. Conspiracy shortly before Tupac died. Whoa, not a coincidence. Uh huh. Maybe she was going to predict that. First, don't fug your bitch. I predict you claim. Suge Knight <laughs> killed her to stop that. And then this adds up even more because as he was killing her, she was like, I curse you. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Now he's in prison. Yeah. Cursed. For killing someone at a hamburger joint in Compton with his truck. Oh, Suge Knight. Oh, Shuggy. Oh, Shug. We Naughty miss. Shug. We miss Na- you. Slap on the hand for old Suge Bug. So, yeah, she's a Bulgarian mystic. Uh, she she has made a lot of predictions, but uh, suspiciously never wrote them down. Huh. So she's well, she's a lot like Notorious Big in that way to keep that thread going. That's why there's not a lot of posthumous Notorious Big music. He didn't write his rhymes down. So oh oh yeah, good point. How is she gonna write that down, any hoodle? Well, Nostradamus like- put feather to papyrus in his day and wrote his stuff down he wasn't curse blind oh yeah yeah i mean i guess there's that but she could be like write it down and give it to me or something oh, like get get like a scribe like yeah. a little like a tiny person to do it like two assistants two assistants one for each missing eye one for each prediction good or or bad <laughs> right and I'm the good prediction. I'm the bad prediction. <laughs> I, I write down all the stuff that's going to be right. I love this world we're in. She lived most of her life in the Rupit area in the Kaju Mountains in Bulgaria. Anyone ever been? Beautiful Yeah, look country. at my, my shirt. I'm wearing the shirt. Oh, right. Yeah. You have the, yeah, that's the official yeah. seal. The official seal. I go there all the time. You could say that I'm a repeat visitor. God wow. damn it, Jeff. Why did why puns? Why did I start doing this? I've been doing this show for what, eight years now? Yeah. Yeah. Why would I start being a pun guy now? Big That's, pun. She it's predicted the this. It's the time to pivot because after this show, I'm calling myself a mystic. Big pun is in Jeff's I'm, pocket. I'm gonna have nature sandblast my eyes out so I can become a mystic. <laughs> yeah, that happened to this woman. Uh, her her blindness happened. I said blindness. Her blindness <laughs> happened much in the same way most people who find themselves blind get there. A tornado lifted her into the air and threw her into a nearby field. Strong witch energy. She, and the thing is, yeah. she landed eyes first. Which <laughs> she sucks. She apparently did because the only injuries they mention is that she got a shit ton of sand in her eyes and that. <laughs> Her injuries were such that they could only afford to do some of the necessary surgery to fix things. So she gradually went blind, which begs the question, what did you fix? Yeah, what did you do? Did you take out six grains of sand? <laughs> like, we, get, we can't get all the sand. I mean, Come on. her skin is very vibrant. I mean, she got like a deep exfoliation with this this eye situation. From the St. Ives tornado. <laughs> <that> it- <laughs> Not a blackhead on her nose. Not one. Not one. She has clear skin. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Did she gradually go blind because the skin grew over her eyes? I don't know. She does, <laughs> she does have a real Guillermo del Toro creature yeah. look to her eyes. Yeah, that yeah. thing. Caitlin's doing the, hand, the hands Theater over the face. Theater of the mind, people. It's the scary eye hand person I'm doing. You could say that this witch got hexfoliated. Jeff, See? why am I doing great. this? Why, Jeff, why is this happening? Should, do we need to take a break? Are you okay? 
I've never done a pun on this show before. <laughs> Maybe her eyes went away because she saw too far into the future and broke them. It might have just been like a like a branding and marketing thing. Yeah, she might have gouged them out for effect. You know, nobody. What am I, Gene Dixon? I can't. Nobody's gonna believe me. She made a monkey paw deal. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, there it is. Where her eyes were replaced with monkey's paws. I'll take the Cassandra option. Do you think this is how she got the psychic powers, too? 100%. 100%. There's a 0% chance that that's not related, no. It's a it's 100% chance that she traded her eyes to see into the future. And a tornado granted the wish. It would be the responsible thing to do right now to tell people, do not run into the path of a tornado and get thrown into a field just to try and give yourself psychic powers. We're just speculating that that's how it happened. Adam, hard disagree. Okay, uh, okay. This is how to happen, and I fully endorse it. Is that how it happened for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you think these baby blues are natural? Oh, no. I just want to come back to this for a second. So the We so, haven't even left it. <laughs> come back to no, it. No, no, no. Just the mechanics of this is what I want to understand. So she runs in to a tornado, eyes wide open, is lifted and exfoliated nearly to death, her eyes still open, not blinking, slowly be <laughs> ground out of her face. <laughs> yeah. And then she lands pleasantly. Yeah, that I don't. Elsewhere? No, like no no shattered pelvis or anything. Just There's sand no, in the eyes. I mean, I, 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 I'm no meteorologist, but I, do, I did watch Storm Chasers. And from what I remember, they like put extra weights on their cars <laughs> just to not. I don't know if they were working with that kind of machinery back in 1910s Bulgaria. Yeah. They might have. You don't know. You weren't there. Yeah, that's true. That's Jeff's true. not wrong. So she's especially well known in Eastern Europe. And that started in the late 70s where she's she's recognized for her skills of clairvoyance and precognition. I would like to add that being especially well known in Eastern Europe is like a really great way to describe like a lot of like 80s musicians that have seemingly disappeared. Yeah. There's also like, I remember Pretty Scary had like a very weird spike in like Kazakhstan. Remember that? Hell yeah. (laughs) For whatever reason, we got really big in this very obscure. I always love when that kind of thing happens. So good. Like, like, like you became the talk of the village in <laughs> exactly. Kazakhstan. They're washing rags in the river. Have you heard the pretty scary? This crazy lady? She's funny. She's a funny yeah. lady. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> Jeff, shame on you. So, yeah, she, she was known in her, her local area for all of this stuff well before all of Europe, the eastern part, picked up on it. At least as far back as World War II, when townsfolk would visit her to find out if their relatives who went off to war were still alive, and if they were not, where they died. Which, here's the thing. That's easy money right there, because the people who are coming to you, even if you're like, oh yeah, they died in Normandy, fuckface. Like, they're not going to go there and look for the body. No, that's just fish in a Bulgarian barrel right there. She's just making shit up. Pittsburgh. They're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then if you lie about it and they come back, she's just going to be like, it's a miracle. I did vortex for the soul. (laughs) You're welcome. Free of charge. So around this time, like world leaders and shit start visiting her to get advice. Beginning with Bulgarian Tsar Boris III in 1942. 
And that's a very important detail when we get to maybe explaining how some of what she accomplished happened at the end. It was also rumored that Leonid Brezhnev was Damn. one of the people who checked in with her. It's a solid name drop. Yeah, my feet hurt. You know, yeah, right. That's a good one. That's like finding out like Aerosmith is playing like the local fair, and you're like, holy shit, really? Really? I'm not even an Aerosmith fan, but I am going. Yeah, I'm going to that. Yeah. Maybe Liv will be there. Who knows? I saw Alice Cooper at a fair. <laughs> like that, that, that's crazy to me. That's great. Yeah. And I saw him on uh, the Third Street Promenade one day. I, I have a picture somewhere on social media. At the fair, at the Third Street, the county, yeah, yeah. the Third Street county Promenade fair. Cr- County Fair. So her, her popularity in Bulgaria increased so much in the mid-60s, they put her on the state payroll and gave her two secretaries and a panel to interview potential patients. How were we right about the two people? Because <laughs> I read the notes. Oh, yeah, that. I forgot about the notes. I forgot. But beyond that, too, I just think it's funny they put her on the payroll. I'm like, isn't that just disability? A little bit, just like a blind lady that's getting a check from the government? Yeah, I know a few people on the state's payroll, if that's what we're talking. Also, her psychic abilities were studied by researchers at just the awesomely named Institutes of Suggestology and Parapsychology. I fucking love Europe. I'm going. (laughs) I'm going to enroll. Suggestology. I got to enroll for science. I got to enroll. Those are probably both perfectly legitimate things that the American government just doesn't want us to know are real. Uh Uh-huh. They're like, hey, we can do that, but we're not going to tell you. Project Stargate, people. Look it up. Look it up. But what a great name. Suggestology. Suggestology. Yeah. Suggestology. Where where we majored in fuckery and find outitude. (laughs) Or we majored in making you think you had a good idea. So, unlike Nostradamus, she never put out any books. She never told the right-hand and left-hand assistant to jot down some of her ideas, compile them into a book, hit up publishers, see if you can get a bidding war going. None of that. So there's very little written documentation about her predictions, which means they are very much open to having false predictions attached to her name. If I were a world-renowned, strange, blind psychic, I probably wouldn't write anything down either, and this is exactly why. Leave no receipts. Exactly. So I'm guessing this next incident went a long (laughs) way toward boosting her popularity, because by all accounts, this is real. And I love it. In 1976, Yugoslav actress and singer Silvana Armenulic was on tour in Bulgaria. She had previously become obsessed with the idea that she was going to die soon because she survived a car accident in 1971, which most people are like, ha fuck you, death. You're going to have to wait another 50 years. What are the odds? Yeah, this woman was like, it's coming for me. And she actually went public with that. Like she gave a few interviews where she was like, yeah, I just, I'm obsessed with the idea that I'm going to die in some way now. So, and like, we're all going to die. But she was like, no, it's going to be like next week or something. You don't get it. And so she was on tour. She was a singer and actress. She's on tour in Bulgaria. And she decides to look up Baba Vanga. And during this meeting, Baba Vanga sat and stared out a window with her back to this woman the entire time. Says nothing. Except at one point, she does finally speak up, and she says, 
nothing. You do not have to pay. I do not want to speak with you. Not now. Go and come back in three months. And so this woman's like, all right, do I, (laughs) okay, at least I don't have to pay. And she gets up and heads out. And Baba Vanga goes, wait, in fact, you will not be able to come. Go, go. If you can come back in three months, do so. So Silvana Armenulich leaves in tears, assuming this meant she was going to die soon. And two months later, Silvana Armenulich and her pregnant sister were killed in a car accident. Uh, I feel like she got a mixed message. You know what I'm saying? Like, Baba Vaga was like, come back in three months. Ooh, <laughs> wait, now I'm seeing it. Okay, if you can come back in three months, like, let's talk. <laughs> like, it's kind of rough. I, I would just like to add that when I was looking up Silvana Amenulich, there's a website called Kittle, and it just goes, Silvana Armenulich facts for kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the picture is just her with her, like, glorious rack. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Hey, good for her. It's like facts for kids. (laughs) And boobs. Check out these rockin' jugs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So let's talk about some of her other alleged predictions. The Kursk nuclear submarine disaster. I think we all remember where we were when this Russian nuclear submarine sank. McDonald's. Yeah, I was actually on a different submarine, so it was especially harrowing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be me. very nerve-wracking. I can yeah. see that. This was her claim. Kursk will be covered with water, and the whole world will weep over it. She said this was going to happen in August 1999, but here's the thing. It didn't sink until August 2000. What a fucking idiot. What a loser. Holy what a shit. fakey loser. Gosh, she gave up her eyes for nothing yeah she should i hope she wasn't on the government payroll after that who do you think government payroll means like once a month a mr smith looking guy showed up and just tried to get her read on the month ahead what is happening yeah tell us the future of the month cracking weird eggs (laughs) i mean a lot of world leaders have those those oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent reagan Reagan had, yeah. Putin has a guy. Putin has a guy. That's a that's a pretty open sentence, too. Yeah. All of it. Putin's got a lot of guys, but he's got this one particular guy who's also called a mystic. And uh, he wrote a book called The Fourth Political Theory, which is terrifying. Look it up sometime. Great. I'd love to get a reading from him. How much? Maybe I can Venmo him. I doubt U.S. sanctions would permit. I'll try. Yeah, you're going to get investigated so hard for yeah. even saying that. I'll be the most boring person on the planet. To, okay, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, Can't have wait. fun. Tell me yeah. what you find. I will. When I get weird, like, hand cancer or something, we'll know why. Hanser. Hanser. <laughs> yeah, some weird old witch is going to predict Caitlin's doom. Yeah, like, drag me to hell. What a great movie that was. Oh, I love that movie. She, she looks like she's from 
that movie specifically. Yeah, that that's what she would look like if she opened her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing us a public service, keeping them closed. So she also predicted the rise of ISIS. But this is kind of a backdoor prediction. At one point, she said that, quote, a great Muslim war, end quote, will end the Islamic caliphate by 2043. And here's the thing. For there to be an Islamic caliphate, that means ISIS has to have been founded and started that Islamic caliphate or have started Ah. the war to establish that Islamic caliphate. So believers in Baba Vanga, which imagine, uh, just imagine. I got to meet him. I got to meet him. So they take the rise of ISIS, her believers, as proof that this prediction will eventually come true. So... They're kind of cheating there. A bit of a stretch. I don't know if you guys know this, but people like to make stretches when they want to believe silly shit. What? What are you talking about? Come on. You don't trust people Uh, enough. The truth is out there, Jeff. They also claim she predicted Brexit. But what she actually predicted (laughs) was that Europe would just not exist by 2017. And that is kind of an overdramatic way to say Brexit was going to happen. I just, also, it's not 2017 anymore. Last time I checked. Brexit happened and the the vote hit in 2016. The vote hit in the summer of 2016. I know, but all of your, it's all still there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's well, what yeah, we're, but, that's but the what European we're Union. I see, I see, I see. Got it. Co- copy you. Copy you on that. Got it, got it, got it. God Makes damn sense. it, Caitlin. What? Get what you your shit together. I don't want to. I'm so tired of getting my shit together. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. This next prediction, she accurately predicted that the 44th president of the United States would be black. But she thought it was going to be Michael Jordan. (laughs) I mean, probably at that time, a lot of people would have assumed. Yeah. This is my question is, when did she predict that the 44th president was going to be black? Uh, It was October 2008 or something like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, okay. Just... Just no, I'm, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I, you know, early '90s, that would have been like, oh, really? <laughs> well, she died in '96, so it couldn't have been much later. Maybe she just thought Bill Clinton playing the saxophone was just a black guy. <laughs> the harbinger on Arsenio. <laughs> yeah, that could be. She just meant he was going to get reelected. Yeah. She just heard it. <laughs> yeah. She also said he would be the last president, and honestly, I'm surprised he wasn't. Like we, Technically. Yeah. <laughs> also, 9-11. Anyone ever heard of it? No. It mm. was it was pretty big. It was uh, the, the Pentagon got hit. I believe the Twin Towers got hit also. It's like the White Album of Terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of touch, guys. I don't know. These things. Oh, wait. Yes. 9-11. Yes. 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 Yeah. It's easy to forget. This is what she said. Horror. Horror! The American brethren will fall after being attacked by the steel birds. The wolves will be howling in a bush and innocent blood will be gushing. Okay, that sentence fucks. It really does, yeah. That's a cool way to put it. Wouldn't it be cool if a clairvoyant was just like, 9-11's gonna happen? Instead of having to be all, like, fucking fruitful and, 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 and... effervescent with their words i need my clairvoyance to gild the lily thank you very much <laughs> wouldn't it be great if it's like oh yeah man some planes are gonna fuck up the, the twin towers on 9-11 man you're gonna look at 
You're going to want to have to deal with that. No symbolism. Just some guy named Gary smoking yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> oh, man, ISIS is going to be some shit. Gonna, I'm sure there are bars filled with Gary's now that were like, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all work for the Bush administration. Ouch. I mean, they did get that memo in July. Ooh. Sure did. Yeah, they yeah, they were the, 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 the clairvoyant intelligence agencies that noticed. Hey, how about the, her predicting the rise of Putin during a 79 meeting with a Russian writer? She said, all will thaw as if ice. Only one will remain untouched. Vladimir's glory. Glory of Russia. She's really Putin on the Ritz. Caitlin. That one. Caitlin. I'm going to add that 65% of all men in Russia are named Vladimir. Right. That could have just been like a like a, a Russian hockey team doing well. Uh, like John over here. Is that what we're yeah. talking about? Okay, got it. Yeah, a lot of her predictions do boil down to... Man, you're not going to believe how <laughs> badass Russia is going to be in the future. And Vladimir with the huge hog will rise. <laughs> he will hunt with bare hands and we will take photos of this. People should look into how Vladimir Putin took power. It is fascinating and very, very scary. Just look it up. So the Boxing Day tsunami she predicted that. And I, at first, was like, what's the Boxing Day super tsunami? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, well, it's that huge tsunami that happened in, I think it was 2004 in Indonesia. Oh, I just didn't realize it was Boxing Day. I've always known it as the Indonesian tsunami. Man, that yeah. happened right after Christmas, huh? Yeah. And right after my mom died. Happened on Boxing Day, actually. <laughs> More importantly, Caitlin. Boxing Day. Boxing Christmas. Day. Yeah. yeah. We all know what Boxing Day is. Nobody cares about. Anyway. Every day's Boxing Day for Jeff. Am I right? Hey, sometimes. Hey, Actually, hey. today's my off day. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> How dare you? Nice try, Adam Yabanga or whatever your name is. <laughs> Couldn't predict that I wasn't going to the gym today. Adam the Mystic. This was her quote about the Boxing Day tsunami. Okay. A huge wave will cover over a big coast covered with people in towns and everything will disappear beneath the water. Everything will melt, just like ice. She likes an ice reference. She loves a good ice reference. I like that about her. I like the weird qualifier. She's like, a huge wave will cover a big coast covered with um, people. People. And, uh, Trees. And towns. And towns. Town villages. With the people in them. And small souvenir carts. But she also tagged this onto a prediction about global warming so that she could be talking about a thing that's going to happen in the future, not now, or that has already happened. I've listened to Anima by Tool. I know we're doomed. Of course. Yeah. The tsunami also wasn't caused by global warming. It was caused by an earthquake in the Indian Ocean. So who knows? Maybe she didn't predict that. Global warming's not even real. Yeah, there's that, too. How about a few future predictions? Please. This one is shocking. Global hunger will be eradicated between 2025 and 2028. That's like, that's now. That's like Age right of now. Aquarius, baby. Is this, is this Elon Musk thing going to work? I think right. we're going to just eat some people, man. I yeah. think it's going to be, this is going to be one of those monkey paw wishes. You'll be like, global hunger was eradicated because <laughs> Mad Max shit is happening and we ain't hungry anymore. We eat the weak. Yeah, no, it'll be like the, the movie Soylent. Like, they already make Soylent. I drank a bottle this morning. Uh, it's just allegedly not made from people. Soylent Green. 
Sorry, green. Yeah, 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 yeah. China will overtake the U.S. as a superpower. That doesn't. That's not a surprise. I feel like. Yeah, we're... that was happening when she was writing that. Yeah. That's me being like, and then Adam and Caitlin will record a podcast with me. And the seas will open up and swallow us whole. Polar ice caps will melt from 2033 to around 2045, causing ocean levels to rise, which, yeah, duh. We had a development in that, like, yesterday, actually. Yeah, we're like, the ice shelf is fucked. (laughs) Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, there's a gigantic crack in it. There's all sorts of problems. Doctors will be able to cure any disease with cloning technology. Have you cured the disease if you're just making a clone? That feels scary to me. I hope that that... I don't don't like the combination of those words in that sentence at all. This is that that movie, The Island. We're going to just create optimal humans. Huh? What you'll do is just pay to create a couple versions of you, and then when you get old and your organs start failing, you just slice open that other you and take out those good organs and put them in. You can do it with your skin when you start shriveling up. You just take your skin off your other and fucking spread it over your old body. Yeah. Like Again, I cannot rap, stress enough like... that this is the actual plot of the 2005 film The Island. We know, Sorry, Jeff. We get it, We're Jeff. all there. We understand. And, and Scarjo. Scarjo, what are you doing being in that Michael Bay hey, turd? Scarjo, why are you out there harvesting organs? That's not nice. This next one makes a lot of sense. Aliens will help humans build underwater civilizations by 2130. That makes sense because aliens live underwater and in mountains. Everyone knows that. We should really be doing more to do this already, right? The way we're going, like it's like we can go to space, but also we might want to get get people used to living underwater because that's gonna that's gonna be a problem yeah that's we're gonna be water world basically but we need the aliens to help because we're too stupid we definitely need the aliens to help no question there is that the plot of the abyss no what is what is it with you i just have to relate to things with pop culture no you, you don't have to it's it's a, literally a compulsion for me, and I'm trying so hard to not have that be the thing. Go watch The Abyss. Come back and answer your own question. Me and Caitlin I, are going to wait. All right. Okay? And oh, my God. Back. That was really good. Yeah, it's a good movie, right? Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. It was worth waiting here for that. I like when she did the the, the yeah, finger and the, the forehead but thing. But now you know it's not about. It's not that at yeah, all. Yeah, no, okay, I was yeah. way off. What a yeah. there, but there were assumption. aliens underwater kind of a thing. So I was. Half wrong. Yeah. yeah. It was Let's a stretch. Move on. Let's just move on from that part. Yeah, I think that's the proper way to put it. Half wrong, not half right. There. <laughs> a colony on Mars will turn that planet into a nuclear power that will demand independence from Earth around 2170. That's fucking cool. I'm into that. I hope that happens. Hell that yeah. That happen. That'd be cool. They just found a cube on the moon. Nobody's really... Oh, citation needed. Is it a nuclear cube? <laughs> I'm sure it is. A noob. It's the Tesseract. <laughs> like from the 2012 film, The Avengers. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I that did it. That one worked, Jeff. That one worked. I, I want this war with Mars, 100%. A, Mar- a Martian war, literally? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me mm-hmm. too. There is a conspiracy theory that a war happened on Mars once before. Uh, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Very many. But it was a nuclear war, interestingly enough. And it scorched Mars. That's the vibe of the of the mm-hmm. conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's like scorched Earth, but on Mars. And then the survivors just moved to planet Earth. Is that what we're or the winners were Earth? 
Is that the I, fake d- war I don't theory? I don't have a firm grasp on the entire. Uh, you're just so theory. good at this normally, so I thought I would ask. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just assumed you knew. <laughs> I mean, I think so. I think that's how it worked. Like they came to Earth. This impending war, Mar- yeah, Mars seems Earth. a lot like the 2005 film War of the Worlds, starring Tom Cruise. Oh, is that when that story was introduced to the world? <laughs> 2005. <laughs> Let's just give all of Mars a cold. And we're good. Let's, let's get them really sick. Or if they come down and they find out that our planet is made of water, which is the one thing that kills them. <laughs> yeah, there's I that I do love too. signs. Like the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> film I love Signs. That. I love that movie. Speaking of Mars, there's going to be war on Mars in 3035. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. That's a, or 3005. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Correct that if you were writing it down, if you put it in your date book. 3005, yeah. not 3035. We're good. Not our problem at all. Yeah. Who gives a single fuck? Also, the universe will end in 5079. And it's like, that's not even, that's a, that's a street address. That's not a year. What are you talking about? (laughs) That's going to be Elon Musk's fault, though. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I think she does have a prediction about immortality also. I wouldn't want that. I don't know why people want that. Oh, my gosh. That means you're like living through every apocalypse, just like cannot die. There's not a Starbucks in sight anymore. You're not going to have one for 150 years. Ugh, gross. You want to work forever? Yeah, that's like the 1992 film Death Becomes Her. (laughs) I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. Now a warning? (laughs) So you can't win them all. She has made some incorrect predictions also. Her official bio only claims that she's 85% accurate. And, I mean, if it was a vaccine, that's good enough. 85% is pretty good. It's not bad. So she's been wrong about some shit. And especially a series of predictions about the early 2010s. 2010, World War III will start in November of that year. It's going to start as usual, but nuclear weapons are deployed really early on. So 2011, as a result of all the radioactive fallout, animals and vegetation are both eradicated from the Northern Hemisphere. Ah. Muslims begin a chemical war campaign against any remaining Europeans. She's really got a hair across her ass about the Man, Muslims. Yeah, she she's sure does. not stoked on... Who would have thought a, a, a mountain woman from Russia, from Belarus... It's all coming out of left field. I don't know. 2014, most people suffer from ulcers, skin cancer, and other diseases on account of all the chemical warfare. It's just the sun. 2016, Europe will be almost completely deserted, which is, that's all very grim, and none of it happened. So here we are in the middle of COVID. She could have just said the iPad. Yeah. Like 2010, she's like fucking the iPad. And then, and then it doesn't have to be so grim. Should be like kids have something to do at restaurants now. This is mm-hmm. a robust and cascading prediction compared to the ones that she got right. Like, there's a lot happening in this prediction. It kind of sets up the table for all of her other predictions afterwards, because you're like, yeah. "Well, I can't go back after I destroyed the <laughs> fucking some of the Western Hemisphere." Yeah, that ties into the idea that because she didn't write anything down, a lot of false predictions have been attributed to her Got it. her people uh, whoever is behind the brand now 
this is one of the things they cite as something she didn't actually say, but that's just been circulated on the internet I, to discredit her. I don't know why. <laughs> like, to what end? Like, this blind woman has had it too good for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. This woman whose face was eaten by a tornado. This lady got two free assistants, okay? That's bullshit. We need to get the secrets out. She needs to start paying her student loans. I did. <laughs> her mystical loans. <laughs> she got it from her fucking suggestology degree. <laughs> Sally Mae's going after that bitch. <laughs> she couldn't have predicted it. So while she was alive, her mistakes... And her inaccurate predictions, they didn't get talked about a lot. And there is a theory behind why that was. Uh, And it's because she was a KGB asset, which I love this twist. I love this. Retired KGB Lieutenant Colonel Yevgeny Sergienko Uh claimed she was often mistaken, but that it, quote, was not customary to disclose it because people of the highest order often visited her which made her a way of obtaining information for the KGB, kind of like Michael Jackson was for us. This is a quote. It cannot be said that Vanga worked for the KGB, but her assistants cooperated with us. Our agents received the necessary information, and in return for their assistance, the KGB and special services, quote, in every possible way contributed to the formation of legends about miraculous healers on a mass scale. What? He also claimed to know of a Bulgarian journalist who was targeted by special services to promote the popularity of Vanga. And from there, special services helped develop her legend further since, quote, it was beneficial for them and the KGB. So this is all just a fucking Russian disinformation campaign. I am into it. I'm so glad. They're so good at that stuff. They're so good at that stuff. And what do we what do we have? Joel Olstein. That's it. Sucks. With his weird plastic teeth. His teeth. Those Ugh. teeth are crazy, yeah. He should get sucked urinals. up into a tornado and land on his teeth. See what happens. See what he sees after that, you know? Nothing. I think he'd have to say it because it's with the mouth. A real He's monkey paw blind. moment again. He's mm, yeah. Blind. He's gonna have to morse code it, write it down, something. Oh, he can still count his money. Luckily, he already has dozens of assistants that can write his shit. Love it. They all have big teeth. So, yeah, this is this is all Russian misinformation, probably. But nevertheless, let's see what Baba Vanga says the world has come into us in 2022. Thank you. An increase in catastrophes. This meaning well, hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis. I don't think I've ever seen a TV show or read a book about one of these mystics where one of the predictions isn't, well, there's going to be more hurricanes and earthquakes. It's like, well, yeah, fuckface. I didn't think they were going to stop. Like, of course, there's going to be more. An increase. Increase, yes. An increase. Well, that just means the person writing this new global warming was a thing, which Baba Vanga did, obviously. Clearly. So. Okay. Okay. What, What else, Adam? What else do we have coming? A shortage of drinking water, which well, depending on you on where you are, that's already happening. Not me. Look at me. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I got I have bottles of the stuff. Five gallon I, jugs down there. I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah, I get it delivered from Sparklets. Yeah, yeah. 
You trying to tell me that fucking Sparklets is going out of business? Nice fucking <laughs> try, buddy. Yeah, I'm so water rich right now. It's crazy, especially with us being in California. Oof. Oh, are you kidding this me? It's so I weird because just... like, I haven't had a glass of water in like six months, so I don't, what? I don't really know what you guys are talking about. It's because we steal all your water. That explains so much. Yeah, that's I'm the Sparklets also now model. <laughs> blind in one eye because I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> Go ahead. Good thing I podcast. We like to call that a water tornado. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's also going to be locusts in India because temperatures will reach 50 degrees Celsius, which (laughs) who cares? 50 degrees. That's nothing. Uh, (laughs) But also it translates to 122 degrees in real temperature. Ouch. So that's going to prompt locusts to attack crops and farms leading to a massive famine. I feel like this is going to be the easiest prediction to prove if it happens because that'll be a pretty big remember a couple years ago there was like a locust moment and it was not good yeah people people care when locusts show up yeah Yeah. it's biblical shit (laughs) that's the thing they wrote about it in the in the bible because they only knew about like three bugs yeah so so they're just like ah locusts and every time somebody brings up locusts everyone's like ah like the book like the hey, fucking book. Call me when your water turns to blood, asshole. Yeah. It's like every time somebody makes a sci-fi movie and they're like, but is it Star Wars? <laughs> Are there locusts? Yeah. Are there locusts? Then it's and not frogs. a plague. They even call it a plague of locusts. Well, that's the thing. They never show up any other way. Like locusts don't just pop up two and three at a time. They just all no. come out of the ground at the same time. And here we are. So, yeah, it's out. always a plague. They don't they're take just like party a boys. weekend. In Palm Springs, it's a full-on recolonization. They're here to show up and make noise. And fuck up crops. This next one, I think we can all agree, is definitely going to happen. There's going to be an alien encounter on Earth. And stay with me. Stay with me. An asteroid known as Oumuamua will be sent by aliens to determine if there's life on Earth. And they might take some prisoners when they land. 100%. I think I remember hearing about this earlier in the year. I heard about an asteroid. Yeah. I would I would like to add that um Oumuamua sounds just like a like a lyric that she heard in the sixties from one of those weird songs. Yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah. like well she takes off her weird like hi fi headphones and she's like, <laughs> No, I have an idea. I inspired. Uh, it sounds like a volcano to me personally, but whatever. It has a very Hawaiian name to it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant she was like actually describing a volcano, but just using different words. That would that would really be some acrobatic thinking on my end. And I, I wouldn't an, do that to you. She's an earthbound asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like the to see opposite. a volcano take prisoners. <laughs> well, they took sacrifices. Yeah, you saw Joe versus the volcano. I did. It wasn't really them, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was the locals. Okay. Well, yeah, but Trump was also kind of at fault for January 6th even though he wasn't actually doing it. You have to you have to show responsibility where it goes. Same thing. Same thing. Same exact thing. Yeah. He's a racist volcano is what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, I think this I think this alien encounter we're being we're being set up for this. I think the government already knows the asteroids coming and so they're putting all the navy videos out and they're like, "Yeah, fucking aliens fuck face buckle up." Coincidence that don't look up just got released? Mm, exactly. Yeah. It's the Oumuamua teaser. I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's a trailer for this. Oumuamua as amuse-bouche, if you will. A, I got a nice there. Nice aperitif. 
surprised <laughs> I was able to pronounce that at all. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for something crazy this year. Let's do Fuck let's it. yeah, let's Fuck do it. aliens and asteroids. We need a palate cleanser, people. The aliens <laughs> just catch COVID immediately, but they're anti-vax, <laughs> so they won't fucking. Jeff's in the background. This happened in the 2005 movie War of the Worlds. You guys remember that? <laughs> it was paradigm parodied in Scary Movie Three. Jeff's just that guy in the Forrest Gump Washington D.C. scene. Woo! <laughs> Abby Hoffman. Oh uh, yeah, you're Abby Hoffman from Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, let's do aliens. I'm aliens, for it. Aliens would be good. There's also going to be a loss of sense of reality. She says people will be drawn into a downward spiral due to increasing addiction to technology. And it's like, you're what? about eight years late to the party on that one, lady. Yeah. But she also says people are going to confuse fantasy with reality, which that's Facebook's new business model is. Yeah. That is so scary. Instead of Zoom, instead of Zoom, wouldn't you like to put on a headset? And now you're all in a fucking arcade from 2164. It's very funny to me that everybody knows how shitty Facebook is, and they're just like, "But I think I want to live in it." I'm not. I'm not like that. I don't think a lot of people think it's shitty. (laughs) That's the sad part. Not enough people think it's shitty. No, I haven't. I haven't used Facebook in years, and it's. It's it's bad for the world. It's it's like it's, it's yeah. irresponsible to keep it going. We should burn it down. But shout out to my friends who work there, you know? Yeah, right. Good for you. Unlimited PTO. So, yeah, the metaverse is coming. And I think we all know what that means. Facebook put out that really helpful commercial with the kids bobbing their heads at a fucking museum in front of a painting. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. That commercial gave me a stomachache. What you don't see in that commercial is right behind it, the aliens uh, that are taking prisoners. Yeah. And the kids aren't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> they just parked their asteroid outside the museum. So, so yeah, the fuck the metaverse. I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't no, want to live it. in it. I don't want to fucking live in it. I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. Also, there's going to be a lethal virus in Siberia. Finally, a there virus sure is. for us to worry about. It's uh, it was previously frozen and it's going to be released due to climate change, which uh, fun fact, just yesterday, scientists found a whole bunch of unexpected life forms beneath an Antarctic ice shelf. Do you think she just saw the thing or heard the thing and then just was like, yeah, this will happen, too? Yeah, this is a lot like the events in the 1981 film, The Thing. (laughs) Forty years later. Yeah. And this is the starting point for a lot of movies that don't end well for humanity. So, yeah, I don't know where she would have gotten this from. But this is going to happen this year. All of it. I'm into it. We get a sampler platter of all the great movies Jeff has seen this year. She also doesn't really say, like, they don't make it clear if it's going to spread. So it's like, is this just going to be confined to some Siberia? Because, I mean, I care, but I also don't really care. Because remember, they... They get that those holes, those weird sinkholes in Siberia. Well, we need That's, to forget that Siberia is one of the largest regions. Yeah, I, on the I know planet. how big yeah. it is, but it feels like what happens in Siberia stays in Siberia. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, as a reminder, it was uh, annexed by Ivan the Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Also, that. Russia sends people there, like as punishment. So then you know it fucks. 
Mm-hmm. There's there's also a great Instagram account of this woman in Siberia that has a pet panther and a pet Rottweiler and they're best what? friends. I like that. That's amazing. Yeah, you got to be best friends. That's mutually mutually assured destruction. It's like the United States and Russia. We're best friends. Yeah. So I think I hope everyone wrote that down because that's what your 2022 is going to be. We should make a bingo card based yeah. on her predictions. Based on Baba Vanga's destruction bingo. Baba Vanga bingo. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Baba Vanga, plan plan your year accordingly. Uh, this was fun. This was a fun episode. It was. Yeah. Let's all go to Siberia next year for a little tourism. Yeah. I don't I've, see why not. I've always wanted to take the train. The Trans-Siberian Railroad has been like a weird dream of mine since I was a kid. So you could is, hear the music. So I could hear the music. Yeah. Yes. That bomb-ass Christmas music. Fuck yeah. See, real reindeer. I assume that's where they live. <laughs> is on the train. It's like a, it's, it's like a Snowpiercer thing. <laughs> Size 10 chaos. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Check check out Pretty Scary. Listen my, to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Bit. Pretty Scary Bit. Me and me and Caitlin do that podcast. It's available where all podcasts are available. Uh, you can get bonus episodes on our Patreon or uh, Supercast. Or with Pretty Scary, you can get bonus episodes right in your fucking Spotify app, if that's your thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, fo- follow the show at Pretty Scary Boo on yeah! Instagram and Twitter. You can follow this show at Unpops on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Adam Todd Brown. I'm going to be doing other stuff besides podcasts soon. So you should follow me because I'll, I'll probably start using Twitter again then. Yeah, just Ooh. to let people know. Yeah, just like, but fucking delete your Facebook and don't follow me on it. Uh, and I think that's all I got. You also have a show called You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast about how you don't even like sports. There is that. It's about how Jeff doesn't even like sports, that's even not though what Caitlin I does. Yeah. I don't think Jeff likes sports from what I heard about it. How and could you say such a thing? That show is not only coming back, it's back. There are two episodes. Uh, by the time this goes up, there will be two episodes up on the Patreon. Amazing. I've already gotten great reviews about it. Uh, so now you can also check that out. You can check out Tom and Jeff watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network, but you can also check out uh, Jeff Has Cool Friends, a podcast that I do on patreon.com slash Jeff May, as well as free a week later with all the curses uh, bleeped out before that. But you can check out the Caitlin Cut episode that <gasps> dropped uh, a couple weeks ago. You can check that one out. I also do on the Patreon a, sh- a monthly show called Ugh Fine with Kim Crawl, and um, I got more coming. You can check that out. You're all over the internet, Jeff. <laughs> I got I to eat. All right. I think that's it. Should we get out of here? Yeah. yeah. Caitlin, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the blind, weird, old witch rookie card, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Baba Vanga, Jim and Tim. Take the